All right. Good Friday morning, everyone. How y'all doing? Good. Everybody fired up? A little frost of the pumpkin this morning. That's how Roy's over here. Yep, yep. We got a little special treat, too. We got some donuts out on the table. So courtesy of Blue Beacon, I believe. So thank you, Sam, from Blue Beacon. Appreciate it. He'll be up here to talk here in a little bit. So enjoy a donut. Get jazzed up a little bit. Hopefully we'll keep you awake. That's what the donuts are for, you know. Nobody's sleeping today. So today is Friday, November 19th, 2021. So, man, we're this this year's flying by, Steve. Up here, flying by. Yeah, up here I got Steve Field. Steve's our safety director here, Prime. Also to our right over here, we got our important IT people, Brian and Richard. Also Dennis Davis there. He Dennis is in the safety department as well. Over to my left, we got Mitch and Amy. Mitch is handling the Facebook uh, live and YouTube live video, so we're streaming this live, putting it out and. Any questions you have out in Facebook land or YouTube land, make sure you let Mitch know and he'll get them answered. So I was talking to these young ladies here, Steve, earlier. A couple of them are from the south. They're not yeah. used to this cold weather. <laughs> As you can tell, they're dressed pretty warm. One of them is. So they're, they're sitting over there, Dave. Oh, uh, no. Oh. These young ladies okay. are here. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. So. Okay. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so let's, let's move on. I'll tell you what. Let's take it up to one of our terminals. Let's go out west to Salt Lake City. We have Troy Rich. Good morning. Morning, Troy. I am standing next to our 20-foot Christmas tree here. Is that beautiful or what? Look at that. Man, did you did you decorate that? <laughs> I did, yeah. Personally, I was I, I worked my butt off to get all that. <laughs> Look, looks a little weak. I'm just telling you, next week we need to see some improvements on it. <laughs> hey, I can only reach so far, man. It's it's up there, you know. So, <laughs> but there we're you go. Here, so like, did you uh, go out there and cut that down and bring it in on your car? I did. Yeah, I I cut it down in the. Well, there was a lot there's a, over by the Sierra England had a lot out front and we cut it down. <laughs> oh boy, I could just see that security tape with you. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's good. That's good, Troy. What's going on out in Salt Lake? You know, just business as usual, man. We got a lot of people coming through here um, every week. More and more students, more and more um, drivers, potential drivers coming through every week. So. Sorry, my sound's off a little bit here, but but yeah, we're busy as heck out here. So I mean, you got an orientation. I mean, you got an orientation this week. We had uh, eighteen here this week. Eighteen new students here this week. So awesome! Well, big shout out to them. Thank you for coming to Prime. Yeah, we're they're here and ready to learn, man. There you go. Good deal. Got any questions? Anything needs to be brought up? Holler at us. We'll do. Thank you. All right, let's go east, Pittston, Pennsylvania. We got one of the Ricks out there. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Hey, we're doing good there, Mr. Effort. How about yourself? Hey, we're doing well. Hey, uh, it, and we always, I, I always heard that we want to add length, but uh, I have it on good authority that tree's only 16 foot. <laughs> That's a good one, Rick. All right, you got yourself a Christmas tree out there? Yeah, uh, we don't have them up yet, but uh, they'll be coming up uh, pretty soon, probably next week or so. We'll get them up. There you go. Christmas is coming quicker than we know it. So, 
Yeah, anything going on out there in, in Pittston? You know, it's 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 been a great week. A great crowd, a great uh, uh, orientation this week. A great bunch of uh, people that are here. It's it's always a pleasure. Good deal. You have Mr. Rick Yarbrough in the in the neighborhood. There he is. I see him oh, standing by the pole. Good deal. Let's put him on. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, gents. Good morning. Hey, uh, for I. For those of you that don't know me, I'm Rick Yarborough. I work here at the Piston Terminal. I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to tell you about a few things we have going on. Now, you folks can't see, but you sitting here can look across the street and see some earth being moved and some asphalt. We're building a parking lot across the street uh, for your cars. Long term, when you're over the road, you have a nice place to leave the cars. Before, we had pretty much a, a scary spot over there that was, yeah, less than desirable. So we're going to have some good lighting. We're adding about 160 spots to what we already had, so it won't be so jammed up over there. <clears throat> it's going to be a little bit more secure, better lit for, for your property, your, your vehicles when you leave them. Uh, we hope to have that. Well, the parking lot, you can park over there now. We're finishing up the east side, and we're going to add a little maintenance building as well to get some of the large equipment off the yard back here. So speaking about the yard, um, for those of you that were here two years ago, you might know that coming to this yard was a nightmare as far as see that see we got some hallelujahs over here um so so it was we had too much equipment on the yard but it's much better now now we can actually park trailers in parking spots tractors in bobtail spots and we have a few spots to stay hooked up but we need some cooperation too some people are still in the mindset that when i go to pittston i just drop it where i can well not anymore please drop it in a real spot we, we do have them uh, but the trailer foreman specifically asked me yesterday, Rick, can you get the word out? Let's start dropping equipment where it should be so we don't have to move it five times to get to what we need. So anyway, if we could just get folks to uh, watch where they're parking. And I have some more good news for those of you that come to the yard and you have to sit in line for an hour and a half to get a washout or to get your tractor washed. We just added another gantry. So we now have two wash bays. Um, it is installed. We have some elect electrical work to get installed on it. So that should be up and running here in the next week to 10 days. So we'll actually have two gantries and you won't have to sit in line quite as long. Um, so that's a big help. And one more thing that one of the other foremen wanted me to mention, if you haven't noticed, especially in the Northeast, it's wintertime, little snow flurries up here this morning, guys. Um, so it is getting chilly and that does affect our fuel. You know, we gel up during the wintertime. We do treat the fuel at every terminal. We add anti-gel to all of our fuel deliveries but we've found over the last couple of years, we've still had a few problems. So what we're gonna do is every two weeks, every 15 days, we're gonna test our fuel at every single terminal to make sure the additive is, first of all, really being added and that it's working correctly. But what I'm gonna tell you, we also sell anti-gel and additive for your fuel when you're over the road. We sell it in the parts room or you can get it in the plaza, just ask anyone. Uh, you know, these manufacturers of anti-gel, they say, oh, you can put this in and you're good to six below. We're finding that's not always true. And then when you call the manufacturers or the companies that make this anti-gel, there's always some, oh, but added to it. So they don't really stand behind that. So what I'm gonna suggest is if you go outside and it's cold, <laughs> below 32, use the anti-gel, just be safe, put it in there, all right? And uh, I, I think that's all I had, guys. I just wanted to take a few, yes, sir, got a question. What, what kind of parking, sir? Okay, the question was, when are we going to have more trailer parking here? Well, when land grows, we can make more. Right now, we have 154 spots on this yard. 
we do have an extra 50 or so down the road where we try to move out of service stuff. So we have looked at, and I've been trying to push, but everybody's doesn't want to hear me. I want more land here. We need more land here. There's some in the area, but unless God makes more land, that's a challenge. So when people want to sell it, we look to buy it. We're working on more parking. We'll try to get more. If you see anything for sale on Armstrong Road, let me know. All right. All right, guys. I just wanted to take a few minutes. I appreciate your time. I want to say thank you to everybody in here. You know, it's been a tough two years. And if you're out there still banging out over the road, thank you for keeping this country moving. Um, for those of you going home next week to see your families for Thanksgiving, be safe and please enjoy it. For those holiday heroes that are going to keep the keep the country moving, thank you for that. Back to you guys. All right, good information, Rick. That's one thing about Prime. We're always changing, trying to improve our facilities and improve our company. So as you can see, Rick's kind of got landlocked up there a little bit, but hopefully we'll get some more land down the road. We'll have to see how it works. So I'd like to take this next moment to have all of our new folks. If you're in orientation, Pittston, Salt Lake, or Springfield here, if you could please stand and be recognized, we'd love for you to do that. Stand on up. All right, welcome to Prime, and uh, hopefully your experience so far has been a good one. Um, I'm Hopefully you picked the right company and you've checked this out. I know we've checked you out and checked out your background and you meet our requirements, and so welcome to our family. Um, just going to be honest with you, this is not an easy business to get into. A number of people think I'm just a steering wheel holder going down the road. That's not true. This is a very dangerous uh, occupation. But it can be very rewarding as well. And right now, trucking is doing very well on the financial side, and so are our drivers. But bottom line, at the end of the day, we always need you to be safe out there on the roadway. Your life or those of a, a motoring motorist out there are the most important. And there's no load that's so hot that's got to get to the customer immediately. If you feel you need to pull off and, and take a rest, take a break, do so by all means. We're heading into the winter conditions. Some of you may be from the south. Maybe you've never driven in snow and ice. Hopefully, you're going out with trainers if that's the case, and they'll show you how to do that. But same thing there, though. If the roads get too bad, pull it over, park. Get a hold of your fleet manager and let them know, and we'll take it from there. So I'll turn it over to you for a few words there, Steve. All right, Dave. A lot of good points from Dave there, so I don't I don't need to repeat those other than say, you know, I welcome everyone here too, our veteran drivers, our senior drivers, and our new folks just entering the industry. Uh, as Dave said, it's a it's a challenging challenging profession. It does it does on occasion become dangerous. We're gonna show you a video today. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. We didn't do anything wrong, but it kind of it kind of uh, reinforces a point that we've been making. So we'll show you that today. Uh, we do have Blue Beacon here, so be thinking about any questions you may have for Sam about Blue Beacon, good, bad, indifferent. Uh, and again, we thank him for the donuts and the bags you brought, uh, Sam. And we've got a few other things we're going to talk about today, but we'll just kind of see how the meeting goes along. And please don't hesitate to ask questions. If there's something that you're thinking about, probably other folks are too. We'll get you a mic so everyone can hear that question. So we appreciate you being here. We do these every Friday. We'll be here next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Dave may not be. I think he's going to be recovering from Thanksgiving. But me and Dennis will be here. Nope, me and Bill will be here. And Steve, I will be here. Steve will be here. <laughs> I will be here next Friday, I promise you. But anyway, let's go ahead and get started with some safety information. As Dave said, you know, we like to have fun, but nothing is more important 
than being safe out there. Our goal remains number one, that every time that you're ready to go home, you're going home in one piece safely. And that also applies to the motoring public out there. We owe them a duty to be as safe as we possibly can. That's someone's family out there. That's your family out there. That's my family out there. We are professionals and that's our expectation. And I know everyone's going to adhere to that because it's so important that we don't get involved in accidents serious accident. So you want to go ahead on safety, Dave? Yeah, let's look at some of our numbers this past week for inspections, 134 DOT inspections, 85 of those were clean, so 63% clean, right? Yes. Give yourself a round of applause, no doubt. This past week, uh, one of us safety supervisors signed off on all the inspections and review them, along with Steve here, he does that as well, and we go over every single one of them, and as, as I was going through them, I was kind of noticing uh, certain states emphasize certain things uh, when they're looking at commercial motor vehicles. Tell you this right now, Indiana is notorious for looking at speed. If you're even going three or four miles an hour over the speed limit in your commercial truck, good chance you're getting stopped. So just a heads up, Indiana loves looking at speed on trucks. Texas, kind of the other way. They like the maintenance side. Seen a couple, a few violations in Texas this past week on inspections. So uh, be, you know, continue to do those thorough pre-trips, be looking, don't cut corners. I know we're getting into the winter. It's easy just to hook up to a trailer, look at it and go, I think it's okay. No, you need to get out and check the lights, check underneath it. Make sure you got gloves, coat on so you can stay warm. Good set of boots is not a bad idea to keep those feet warm too as well. So don't cut corners in the wintertime because, uh, you know, you don't want to be broke down on the side of the road and have to deal with that. Or get stopped and get a bad inspection. You know, good inspection pays you money. Bad inspections don't, or inspections with violations. So, we like to get those clean ones in here. So, good job this past week. A couple other things I wanted to bring up here real quick, and we're going to look at a video. But it's it's just the dangers of stopping on shoulders. Does anybody know when it's legal to stop on a shoulder of a highway in a commercial motor vehicle? Okay, when you're when mechanically, if you're broke down, what do you do? For, hold on one second, Glenn. I'm gonna put you on the mic. What do you do when you pull over and you're and you got maintenance issue? Well, the first thing you do is put your flashers on, get as far off as you can, and then put out your triangles. There you go, just like that. Legality-wise, in, in the regulations, it says you have within 10 minutes to get your triangles out. But watch it if you do pull off because it is dangerous out there on the highways. There's people driving. Certain interstates don't have much shoulders. So take safety in the caution. Make sure you got your vests on when you get out to as well so you stand out on the shoulder of the road. But Glenn's right. First thing you do, if you're mechanically, you got a mechanical issue, put on your four ways. Second thing, look to get those triangles out as soon as possible. What's another condition you could stop for? Go ahead, Sam. Or Max, I'm sorry. Uh, anytime you have a medical emergency. There you go. Medical issue. Yeah. So if you're sick, you can't drive anymore and uh, you can't make it to a stop, pull it over. Uh, I come close. Max, Sam, Sam, Mac. Yeah, that's something like that. Mad Max. That's what I was thinking. So. <laughs> no, but yes, that's uh, that's it. If you're med medically, if you're dying or the truck's dying, pull over the shoulder. Yes, that's the only time. But once again, get those four ways on as soon as possible. Other than that, you can't pull over in the shoulder of the road, changing out drivers or anything like that. Do do what you know. Do what's right. Get off the get an exit. Get a, to a rest area, your truck stop, and do those those procedures. So, 
If you want to add that one? You know, I would just answer that. You take to heart what Dave said there. Please stay off the shoulders as much as you absolutely can. They are dangerous. It's challenging getting back on the road. And we just want to always try to do the right thing out there. If you need to pull over, if you've got a low-pressure tire alert or something's going on with your tractor or trailer, get on over. As Max said, if you're not feeling well and I need to stop, get on over there. But please, other than that, let's try to stay off the shoulders. And one of the big reasons is that the four-wheelers, and I'm not going to really pick on them, but they're, they're really driving recklessly out there. If you look at the statistics for the first half of this year, and they haven't broken out the trucks yet, but the, the fatality number went up higher the first six months of this year than it ever has since they've been keeping statistics. And we know the last time they gave us truck numbers was for last year. And actually, truck fatalities were down. So I hope that they'll be at least consistent or down a little bit on the truck side. But coming out of COVID, for whatever reason, it may be people were used to driving on highways that weren't quite as crowded. Maybe there wasn't as much enforcement out there. But people are driving crazy out there right now. And I'm just going to ask that you always pay attention and just assume they're going to do something that's probably not right. And sometimes we like to show little videos. We're going to show it here in a second. This video came from a truck that was behind us. We're actually the truck in front. And I just want you to watch this car here. Obviously, our driver did absolutely nothing wrong. But then watch it to the very end because I think the last two seconds are the most amazing part of it. So this is from the, we're in the center lane. Here he comes. It gets better. And keep watching. Right about here. Here he goes. He's still rolling. <laughs> we were thinking yesterday at work as we were watching that, it kind of reminded me of planes, trains, and automobiles. If you remember that movie with John Candy and Steve Martin going down the road. But, you know, it, it, that, that's serious. And, you know, we can laugh at it. And what is that guy doing? But that's what you're seeing out there more and more is just this reckless driving. So please, please drive defensively. Don't be distracted in the cab. And again, there was nothing our driver could do there. That was just coming out of nowhere. But sometimes you can anticipate what a four-wheeler is going to do, what another vehicle is going to do. So we ask that you're always on your A game out there. You're always focused on what you're doing. And the way you do that is with three simple rules or uh, tenets that we have in the safety department that we're constantly preaching. Number one, driving at a speed that's appropriate for the conditions and your driving ability. Glenn's been out there for a long, long time. His ability, his skill set is going to be certainly different than you folks that are just starting out. If Glenn's saying, I can handle this, but you're saying, I'm new out here, I'm going to park it, we're good with that. We are good with that. So that speed depends upon your skill set. A following distance. I keep harping on my wife about following distance. To me, that is so critical out there. That is the thing that is going to give you that extra second or two that's going to be able to allow you to avoid an accident when something happens in front of you. And we often talk about this, but it is overlooked, and that's being distracted. We can't overemphasize the risk that you take when you're distracted in the cab. And it's not just being on the phone. It can be daydreaming or just looking around or thinking of something or reaching for something. Anytime you're not 100% focused on driving, you don't, you're not at your full capability out there. And again, we want everyone to come home safely. So please, speed, 
following distance, and don't be distracted out there. You follow those, particularly for our new folks here, that is what will make you a successful driver out there. All right. Any questions from the folks here or out in Pittston or Salt Lake? Okay. I think we're going to do the mandate, well, and then we'll get into some speakers. Sounds good, Steve. Go ahead. You know, we get a lot of questions in safety. What's going on with the vaccine mandate? And, and if you're like me, we are so sick of hearing about COVID. Hi, Steve. Yes, sir. We'll get a question. Yeah, I'm sorry, Steve. Not, that's okay. It is about uh, imposing fines when people are on their cell phone. Has that changed? Uh, have they moved that fine up for people that are, uh, you know, using the cell phone on their ear as driving? We have seen that, Steve. I think we've seen enforcement tick up. And is that a serious traffic violation? It is. In yeah. a commercial vehicle, it is a serious traffic violation. And what a serious traffic violation means, kind of the typical ones are leaving the scene of an accident, uh, driving more than 15 miles over the speed limit. But two of those in any three-year period results in you being disqualified as a commercial driver. So please, you do not want to be driving with that cell phone up to your ear. Yes, Ben. Steve, has the fines been increased? You know, it's hard to say if they've been increased, Ben, because some of those are kind of, you know, limited by the local jurisdictions. I can tell you they're not going down and enforcement's going up. Like 30, I've heard they like went up to like 3400 and 14000 for the company. Uh, I have not heard that. I'll do a little research on it, but uh, they're certainly not going down. So just another reason you don't want to be on your cell phone out there. Real quick on the on the vaccine. The prices he's talking about are your second and third offense of being caught on the phone. And that may be, sure. Yeah, second offense, third well, I offense. I do know this because my uh, friend of mine in Florida been caught twice. And uh, the second time was $14,000. First time was $600. Fair enough. We're, you, you all are working too hard for your money to be giving it up like that. We're all tired of COVID. You know, we started the first meeting we canceled was March 13th, 2020. We canceled our meeting and we didn't have any safety meetings for about a year and a half. You know, it's really changed. We've missed a lot of functions, whether it's highway diamonds, million mile dinners, Christmas parties, picnics. But we're back. We're back. But we're back cautiously. And I get a lot of questions. What's this vaccine mandate going to do? And this is just my opinion from what I read. I think as an industry in trucking, we are against the vaccine mandate. You know, it's just ill-conceived. It's for only companies with 100 more employees. It's virtually unenforceable. Fortunately, it's been stayed in the courts, meaning it's not going into effect for now. Hopefully, it'll stay tied up into the courts till we have a better solution. With that being said, if you were to ask me, Steve, should I get the vaccine? I would say absolutely. I got the first shot. I got the second shot. I got the booster. I'm still standing here. I, I was never that sharp to begin with, but it hasn't affected me one way or the other. So please think about that. Talk to your medical professionals. You don't want to be getting that information from YouTube or Facebook or or anything like that. Talk to your medical professionals and decide if you should get the vaccine. I, I hope you do. We offer it free downstairs. The booster shots are free down there. I think the statistics bear out that if you do have the vaccine, it's not necessarily going to prevent you from getting COVID, but the symptoms will be a lot less severe. It'll be more like the flu or a common cold versus being on a ventilator or being in the hospital for months at a time. 
You know, our owner here, Robert Lowe, was very generous, contributed almost a million dollars to one of our local hospitals because they didn't have enough beds for people that were afflicted with COVID. So please make sure you get good information on that. Uh, but as far as the, the, the mandate goes, at least right now, everything stays the same. If you're not vaccinated, you're still welcome in the terminal. We do ask that you mask up if you're not vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, feel free to wear a mask or, or take it off. Any questions on that? We did have a question come in over here about sure. wearing seatbelts on property here. Should they wear their seatbelt when they're driving around in their truck? I sure would. Wouldn't yeah, you? yeah. I, I would 100%. Yeah. Especially if you've got another person in there, you got a team partner in there, or maybe a passenger, make sure you're not up walking around. I like to think all of our, our shop employees and all of our drivers on, on the lot here drive safely, but sometimes somebody may pull out in front of you. Somebody may cut out and you know, all of a sudden you see a pickup truck flying by in front of you and you have to hit your brakes. Yeah, just keep it on. It's always better to be safe than sorry. And that's what that's what the seatbelt's there for. And that, that was another, you know, thing on an inspection too. Make sure you're always wearing that seatbelt out there on the highway. You get pulled behind, leave it on to make sure that officer sees it. Some of you ask, why do you have orange seatbelts? That looks weird. Well, it's for enforcement. So make sure they know you have it on and there's no questions asked. Most of us don't wear orange shirts around here. Uh, sometimes we may every once in a while, but for the most part, we don't. And so that orange seatbelt stands out for enforcement, too, as well. So, yeah, keep it on. I think that's a good idea. No, I no. agree, Dave. Anything else, Mitch? Okay, we got a couple speakers. And one thing at Prime, we try to partner with what we believe are people that have the same values we do, appreciates the hard work of truckers that really realize that the only reason we're here is to support you. And if you've been out there a while, you know, everyone has seen the Blue Beacon truck stops. Today, we've got uh, Sam Piper and Sam Messick, you want to come up too? We've got Sam Messick from our accounting department and Sam Piper from Blue Beacon here. And Sam asked for a couple of minutes and we said, sure. Hey, good morning, everybody. Like Steve said, Sam Piper with Blue Beacon uh, Washes. These folks really are great people. As as they're great partners from a service perspective, but I get to deal with Sam and folks in their corporate office and stuff. And there's, it's amazing to me when you talk to some folks at the corporate level and some of these businesses. Right, it's as if uh, drivers are a commodity essentially to their business, and that's definitely not the way that Blue Beacon use your business. They they focus on service to you. They see a ton of value in what you do for the country, for our company, and for their business. So, Sam, I'll kind of let you give some updates on what's going on at Blue Beacon, and I know you'll want to thank our drivers for what they do. So, have a, As you probably noticed, Sam and I share the same name. And, and his assistant's name is Sam, so it's a mess when we get on a call together. Yeah, there's We have no clue who's talking Sam's. to who. But one nice thing about it, I can call him or he can call me, and all we have to say is, this is Sam, and we know who we're talking to. Um, well, it's a privilege to be here today, and I thank Sam for inviting me. It's the first time I've ever done this. I live in Salina, Kansas, which is our home office, and so it's a little ways, but I always try to get down here to see him a couple of times a year, and I'm glad it worked out that this was the time. So. I want to start out by saying thanks to Mr. Lowe and all the prime home office staff for allowing us to be your wash vendor all these years, and it's deeply appreciated. And then to you, the drivers, it was said before, you know, you are really what keeps America moving. And if it weren't for you performing this vital service, I don't know where we would be. And so thanks very much to all of you for that. And I hope you'll continue to do the great work that you do. 
also want to thank each one of you for putting your trust in us at Blue Beacon to take care of your equipment. And we hope that we can continue to earn that trust. And um, if you ever have an issue, point it out to the truck wash at the time or let Sam know or whoever you do deal with your driver manager and we'll be glad to you know take care of any issues. Um, we have a slogan at Blue Beacon and I, I want you to know that it's really true. We'll continue to work hard to be your truck wash company. And so thank you for all you do. As far as Blue Beacon, just a little bit about us. We were founded almost 50 years ago in Salina, Kansas. And that was our first truck wash, as probably a lot of you well know. And we continue to wash that wash there at Salina, Kansas. Of course, we've updated it quite a few times through the years, but that was number one. And Oakley, Kansas was number two. So we're kind of Kansas born and bred. Um, but then we did move across to Missouri for our third wash, which was at Kansas City. Uh, we continue to try to add new locations for you. And we try to be at the most convenient and uh, beneficial location. And so that's why you see us at the major truck uh, plazas across the nation. And we're really not connected to anyone. We try to go to the very best location that will serve you. And so that's why you see us at all the major travel plazas. Um, a couple of things today. There's a brand new truck wash ready to open in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's on the east side of town on I-44. I don't know for sure what exit is at. I sat there on Wednesday in an Arby's restaurant right across the street and watched some of the construction. And they're really coming along. I think that will probably be finished by February. And um, so you can begin to use that one as well. One that we're really excited about too is in Dodge City, Kansas and the home of Matt Dillon and Miss Kitty. And so while you're there, make sure to go to Boot Hill um, if you have a few minutes. Um, that's really about it. Um, again, thanks for your business, what you bring to us. And uh, thanks for being out there. And thanks again for allowing me to come here today. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Any questions for Blue Beacon? Yeah. Here, hang on just a minute. Oh, sorry. Are you going to be opening up any more like in the rural areas at all, or is that? That's a good question. Um, yeah, there's a need out yeah. there. Um, one thing we have to do, we, we base openings on things like truck counts and if there's a, a good travel plaza there, because that's where we seem to do our best. We do have a, a one location that comes to mind. It is in Los Angeles, but it was one of the first times that we ever built away from a travel plaza and of course we put it in the produce market and i'm sure a lot of you go there but um, i'll take your question back with me i don't know the answer but um i know here in the near future sometime next year we'll have a new facility in jacksonville florida as well i didn't mention that to begin with because i'm not sure how far along that one is but uh, Anyway, good question. One thing to mention too, if you have locations specifically that you'd like to see them evaluate, please feel free to contact the field desk. They'll get them to me and we'll get them over to Sam. Sam. We get some of our best recommendations from drivers because you're the ones that know where we should be. Yeah. So Sam, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever thought about around Bradenton or Auburndale, Florida? There's a couple of huge facilities down there 
and they're really short on on Washington. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with that area. That's big orange juice country and uh, plants, and I I enjoy going there because it's there's you know I enjoy. I was going to pick oranges one day, and some somebody told me that's not a good thing to do uh, while you're there. But uh, I'll I'll recommend that one as well. Thank you. That is a good area. Any other questions while we have Sam here? One more back here. Any any chance of getting some more on the West Coast, like Medford, Oregon? If there's a yeah nothing down there, it's hard to get a guy to wash anything down mm-hmm. there. Um, I don't know if there's anything in planning right now. We've thought for years that we should be in Spokane, Washington, and uh, possibly Seattle. I know one thing: um, when we go to look at the price of land in some of those areas. Um, we would really have to wash a lot of trucks, but again, your recommendation is very good, and I'll I'll take that. We have a real estate department, and um, they deal with all that, and uh, they'll be interested to hear that. Property right across. There's some property right across from the petrol and a in in Medford. Yeah, right okay. there by the Peterbilt dealership. There's property for sale right now. Good okay. location because, like I said, we come down there and we do Harry and Davis, and they want to wash clean trailers and there's nothing but one nothing place there. and you gotta walk you gotta drive in the city to find the dang thing and it's like seventy dollars just to get a trailer wash. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. Yeah that sounds like it. So well thanks for your recommendation. So, Sam one question we had come in online was mm-hmm. deodorizer at Blue Beacon locations. I know you I've asked you this before and you confirmed it for me, but can you just confirm to, to everyone that you guys do offer deodorizer at your locations for washouts? Right. Um, if you'll go on our website, um, there's a list of the locations, www.bluebeacon.com, and there's a list of the locations that actually um, have deodorizer for sale. Um, it's available at, I believe, about 12 locations, and we pick we pick the locations that probably where we're going to sell the most of it. Deodorizer is kind of an expensive thing to put in because it's in the wands. It's kind of like the undercarriage that's available at a lot of locations. It's very expensive to install. But I do believe that uh, we'll be putting wash out deodorizer in more locations across the nation. If you're curious where they're at right now, and, and there'll be a list of about 12 or 15. Perfect. Any other questions? Anybody else? All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank thanks, you, thanks again for your business, and thanks for letting me speak to you today. Thank you. Thank you, for coming. you know, I will add one thing to, to what Sam Piper was saying about you know the price of land. A lot of times we get that question, are we going to build a terminal in Florida? What are we doing in Georgia? We need to be in Dallas. So we get it. We get it. But land is expensive out there. It needs to be in the right place. It needs to be cost effective. And you know, just going back to Pittston for a second, one, one person asked Rick there, can we get more trailer parking? Considering where we are up there on Armstrong Road, I think Prime is really, really, we've lucked out to get that training pad there. Now we've got the property across the street for the long-term driver associate parking, but property is at a premium and, and we recognize we have needs out there. And, and like Blue Beacon, beacon we need to do it uh, cost effectively okay i think we've got uh, brandon you want to go next you know we're coming into uh we just finished uh 
Let's say we're open enrollment on the company side for our W-2 drivers. Now we're going to be heading into open enrollment for our lease operators. So please listen to Brandon. Now, I, I mentioned this last week. It, it, it's really it's uh, always a challenge to make sure you're you're taking care of your family, and that includes taking care of them health-wise with insurance, if necessary, life insurance. So please listen to what Brandon's got today. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, don't have too much for you, but you know, as Steve said, the company driver open enrollment did finish last week. Uh, right now, we are uh, focusing on independent contractors. Uh, what is nice is the open enrollment for independent contractors has been extended a month. So you definitely have some time if you want to really look at plans and see what's best for you and your family. Um, you're able to go through an enrollment all the way up through um, January 15th if you need to do so this year. For independent contractors, uh, the company that we use to help you find coverage that is enrollment first, uh, they can help you enroll, look at plans, you know, online or uh, via the telephone so you can do enrollments over the phone. If you're here on site, Dave Brill is here. He's usually over at the campus. Uh, Monday through Thursday, all day uh, near the orientation office. On Friday mornings, he does come over here to help you enroll. So if you're somebody that likes to sit face-to-face -face with someone, you're more than welcome to sit with Dave. Um, as far as products they offer, they offer products, uh, pretty much the same products we offer on the company side, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, uh, short-term disability they do have several products you can sign up for, okay? Uh, so get with Dave, get with enrollment first, make sure you're covered out there. And as always, even though for the independent contractor side, we do have to be separate from that as you are your own business owners, you can always come into my office or give me a call. I can help walk you through it as much as possible, but in the end, I will have to refer you over to enrollment first. So. Uh, does anybody have any questions for me before I hop out of here? Yeah, got one here. Yeah, um, I got you guys' uh, in, uh, insurance to, uh, to the gentleman over there. Okay. And my doctor, I actually use Dr. Abraham downstairs. Okay. They don't accept y'all's insurance. Okay, so as far as the enrollment first on the medical side. So dental, life, vision, those types of products, they are able to offer group products there. Now the laws as far as medical go, they have to offer you those through your state and what your marketplace actually allows to be sold in your state because the laws are completely different on the medical. Uh, if you don't mind, what state are you? Florida. Florida. The only thing that I could really suggest, I you we probably need to speak with Dave, is to see if maybe there's an Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield there plan is, offered. There is. It's two hundred dollars more. Is it okay? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, th that is an issue you can get into because the medical cannot be offered on a group platform, and it's the way the current laws are set up. Now, I do know um, Dave can talk to you about it. There are some other products that they offer that are not traditional medical plans, but that might be something that would help. Dave could really get into the weeds on that. They, they, do, they have ways of getting a little creative for you, but those types of plans don't always work best for everybody there. So, 
Yes, sir. Um, now, do now that it's the open enrollment, do I have to go and re-sign or anything? So, as far as your dental life vision, those products, you should not have to. Am I correct, Dave? Okay. Those products, you should not have to re-enroll. But if you have a marketplace plan, an individual plan uh, through the state, they re they would require on that that you re-enroll every year on the medical side. Okay. Any other good questions? Any other questions? All right. If you guys have any questions, feel free to get a hold of myself or Dave or enrollment first. Thank you. Thank you very much, Brandon. You know, if you need, sure. <laughs> I was distracted for a minute. If you need human resources, they're in the in the main building. Uh, just when you go in the front door of the main building, they're just to your left there. Feel free to walk up there. There's some some great folks in there. You know, one of the neatest changes I think we've seen in trucking over the last 25, 30 years is what the cell phone has done for the driver, not having to stop at a rest area and hope there's a payphone there where the receiver is still attached and who knows who was using it before you. But cell phones are fantastic. And then we've taken it one step further with the app on our phone. So we've asked Brianne from our IT department to kind of talk about what's going on with the app. I would guess that from our uh, experienced drivers here, probably every one of you have the app on your phone, and, and I think that's the way to go. Brian? Well, what's really exciting is we're working on something new uh, to put in the app, and so I'm asking for some volunteers, um, but you can't raise your hand, and you can't tell me about it. The only way to get enrolled is to send a message to Prime Mobile Help and tell me that you want to participate. That gives us all the information we need to get you signed up. But you may have noticed, for those of you who have been here for a while, um, my prime, the part where you can go and look at the fuel map and some other things, has grown a lot over the last few years. We've put so much information into that piece that's specifically related to you that we are overwhelming our own web servers. So we've, we had to redo some stuff. So we're working on a new version, and we would like your help to test it for us. Um, we think everything's in there. We've had our driver advisory board members in there for a couple of weeks now, and we'd like some more help. So um, we'd like to be able to turn on this button if you're willing to help us out and participate. We, we, if you let us know by sending that message, you'll get that bright purple button that says the beta site. You can go in there. You should see all the things you say you see in the regular My Prime site. Um, different menu, different format, different everything, um, but all the same information. So if you'd be willing to test it out and let us know. Um, Richard, can you go my next? There you go. Um, all you got to do is send a message. And that's the only way we'll take you to participate in the beta is you send that message to Prime Mobile Help and just tell us that you're willing to and we will get you in there. We do ask that uh, on that you give us some feedback. So if you find something that's missing that you used to be able to do in the old site, you can't in the new one, um, something doesn't look right, something is missing, just send us a message to Prime Mobile Help or use that feedback button that's inside of there, and we will gladly get those taken care of. We're gonna try to roll this out in the next few weeks, so we'd really like your feedback. Um, if you wanna participate, great. We'll gladly turn that on for you probably on Monday. We'll get everybody who wants to, we'll collect all those messages and we'll get it turned on for everybody that's willing to participate. So um, if you're interested, please send us that message and we'll get you in there. Any questions? Oh, 
They can't hear you in Pennsylvania. You might talk loud, yeah. but they can't uh, hear you on, on the fuel and the services side, sometimes you go in and, and it just won't load. Is that my phone, the server's been worked on, or just the number of people using it at the time? The number of people. And so that's why we're moving to this new site. So that's it's beefed up. It's ready for the, the number of people that use it, and we're we're ready on that side. You may have noticed some problems on Thursday nights if you go to check your payroll, things like that. And that's that is exactly why we're moving to this new site to get some better information out there and make it a little more reliable for everybody. Any other questions for Brianne? This is your chance. You know, I've heard Brianne say this. This is really your app. And, you know, we want your feedback. And a lot of the changes Brianne and her crew have made have been from the input from drivers. So don't be shy. And I will tell you, there is some new features in that beta site that we, we've stopped development on the old one. So there is some new stuff that's in there that, that will make it, you know, once we move over completely. But there is definitely some Easter eggs, some hidden gems inside there. So thank you, Brianne. You know, one thing we haven't talked about yet today, and at the end of the day, it's the, the reason you're all here. And if we're honest with ourselves, all of us are here to, to take care of our families. And we want to provide as best we can for our family. And the way you do that in American society is with money. And I can tell you right now, the earnings of our drivers have never, ever been better. You know, one thing I've noticed, and I think it was pointed out to me by the recruiting department, if you notice, and I won't pick on any other companies, but now they say we're raising our pay for the third time this year or something. And you also notice they're not saying what it is, uh, they're, but they're having to raise it three times in one year. We think we've always been ahead of the power curve with earnings. And I'll talk just particularly lease operators right now. And what's great about right now, a lease operator, as you know, has paid a percentage of the load. So as our sales group, as they increase rates, as demand continues to climb, that's an immediate pay raise for our lease operators. The next time you haul one of those loads at the new rates, you're making more. So this is just a really, really good time to take advantage of what, what the market is offering out there. So I've got a couple of folks to come up and I'm going to ask Travis Bacon, who runs our recruiting department, and Mitch Coiner from our uh, social media department to come up. And I'm going to ask... Uh, Travis, uh, or both of them, Mitch, to number one, talk about referral bonuses, how they work. And I heard some crazy numbers at the uh, Driver Advisory Board last week of what a few people have made on uh, driver referrals. And we love referrals. If you're out there and you're happy and you're making money, you are our best salesman. So referrals are important to us. And then I'm also going to ask him to talk about kind of where we stand generally with average earnings. So Travis and Mitch. Yeah, I'll get that. Uh, that yeah, first of all, good morning, everybody. I'll get that uh, that first, you know, question out of the way. Average earnings right now for lease solo drivers are a little over seventeen hundred a week. That's over the past kind of the thirteen week rolling average. I think if you ask Steve Lucky over there, that he'll tell you that rates aren't going the other way; they'll continue to go up. And so we feel good about that number. Um, the team drivers, I think it's over thirty five hundred a week, and we've got several making. You know, a lot more than that. Um, hey, Travis, before you go any further, I want to make sure I'm understanding. Now, is that that 3,500? Then are they paying expense? Where's that stand in line with expenses? Paying the co-driver? No, that's okay. So the 3,500 would be total revenue to the truck, but that's after after expenses. That's what the driver's paycheck is, but he would have to pay his co-driver. So, for instance. If you've got uh, a second seat driver, a trainee, you've got to pay 900 out of that. Okay, thank you. Um, 
Thank you for helping me clarify there, but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, yes, you are. Because if a, if a teammate 3,500 had to pay his co-driver 900, it, it don't compute. Well, that's what that's what the lead seat is making. Right. The lead seat is taking home 3,500 after he's paid everything. Even now. Yes, he's paid, already paid his co-driver and everything. So you're right on that. He might be right on that. I mean, you would know. Yeah. You know where I where I come from, they call those rich people. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate that, Glenn. Um, so we need your help. Uh, you know what Steve Wucky will tell you back here is that you know freight the freight market is very robust right now. Um, we need drivers. We need to help. We need to help our customers. They have more freight than we can possibly handle right now. So tell your friends the way that uh, our um, you know, our referral bonus is set up is uh, you hire somebody or we hire somebody um, on their, when they run their first load, we pay $100, then it's $500 at the 30-day mark that they're here, another 500 at the six-month six mark, and then it's a quarter cent a mile uh, for every mile they run after that. And I'm going to let my guy Mitch over here tell you guys how lucrative that could be. Yeah. Uh you know, when you when you hear a quarter of a cent a mile after that six month mark, you don't really realize the type of money that uh, that can really turn into. So year to date this year, our top refer and I'm not going to uh, mention his name, but it, he has made almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars just on a referral bonus this year. So that's take out all the money that he's making driving his truck, uh, the miles that he's driving, the loads that he's taking. That's specifically on referring other drivers. Um, so I think that's a lot more powerful than hearing one fourth cent per mile that you're driving. Um, the top five referrers have each made $10,000 year to date this year. Um, and again, that's through the middle of November. So there's still a month and a half left on that. Um, so it's climbing the, uh, one third of the hires that we receive are, are actually from referrals. So a huge portion of our ability to hire drivers comes from you guys. And that's, that's super powerful. Um, if you're not taking advantage of the referral program already, it's, it's time to get started on that. Uh, those top five referrers that I mentioned actually all have uh, a big presence on social media and really take advantage of that. So if that's something that you haven't taken advantage of, but you're interested in taking advantage of um, in the near future, feel free to reach out to me. I can help you get started on that. Um, make sure that we're, um, you know, doing it the right way, spreading the, the prime brand in the, in the correct way, shedding the light on the, on the brand that we want to, but, uh, there's a ton of money out there to be made and I hope all of you take advantage of it. Yes, sir. Just a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I found passing out cards works really well. I got my recruiter's uh, name and number up here in the left-hand corner. And every time I'm at a truck stop, people are asking me about Prime, and I hand these out. Yeah, that's definitely a, another really good way to do it. There's a there's about a hundred different ways or more that you can refer drivers. We have we have uh, drivers that actually have QR codes on the side of their uh, truck doors, where somebody can walk up and just with their phone pull up that QR code, and it takes them right to the link to apply. So. You know, you can be creative with it. There's a ton of different ways. And if you have new ideas, we'd love to hear those too. Um, Say, it's beneficial uh, to both of us. Hey, Mitch, Mitch, here you go. I, I got a comment, probably not a question. That's the driver I was talking about I right there. I have a comment, but the QR code, yeah, I like that idea. Who came up with that? 
Uh, he looks a lot like you. <laughs> <laughs> Junior happens to be one of our really great recruiters in our fleet. Right, Mitch? Absolutely. Absolutely. Junior, uh, he's another good guy to go to. If he'll share some of his secrets, I'm sure he won't share all of them. But if you have questions on referring drivers, he's, he's definitely uh, a really good guy to go to. What's the process for a new driver to come in internationally? So, so they've got to have their license, the U.S. driver's license, for at least a year. Um, but then other than that, it's, you know, same qualifications. We're looking at their work history, driving record, criminal background. We kind of assess all those things. Anybody else? Okay, new, new folks here, uh, PSDs, thank you for choosing Prime. Thank you for trusting and putting your faith in us. Um, you know, I just told you we need you. Uh, we'll do everything we can to, to make sure you're happy here and making lots of money. So, you know, please reach out to myself or Mitch if you need anything from the recruiting side. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You know, thanks to Travis and Mitch there. And, you know, I will clean something up here. And I'm not sure if it was Glenn on the mark. It was probably more his wife, Carla, knows where every penny goes. But uh, those earnings that we talk about, number one, they're average earnings. And for our teams right now, it's 36, 3700, which is after all expenses for the lead seat, which includes the co-driver. So thanks for, for pointing that out, Glenn. It just shows that it's even more lucrative than uh, than Travis was alluding to. And one thing Travis did mention that, or, or Mitch did, one third of our, of our new applicants are referrals. We'd like to see that be a half, be three quarters. We, we, we enjoy paying that referral bonus. And we know, quite frankly, you've done the heavy lifting. You've talked to this person. You've told them how you're doing. You've told them about Prime, the good, the bad, everything in between. So please get involved. Junior's a great example of folks that have really made this uh, referral process quite lucrative. So thank you, Mitch, and thank you, Travis, for coming up. Before we bring our final speaker up, two things so I don't forget. The PSDs, when we're all done here, you'll meet Stan Casterkey back in the back corner there, so don't, uh, don't disappear on us. That's where you'll be after the meeting. And the second thing I want to do is if you served in the armed forces, if you defended our country, would you please stand this morning so we can recognize you for our service? You know, I think a good judge of a company is when the, the big dog's not here, the company continues to run well. But we're fortunate. We've got Steve Wetke, our vice president of sales and marketing. He's been running the show this week while Robert's been out on business. So I'm going to ask Steve to come up, and I know he's got a lot of information for us. Steve? Thank you, Steve. Um, really, my, I didn't have anything to do with what's going on this week. I'm going to clarify that. We have a great team in place here, um, and uh, they do a terrific job. They've done it for years. They know what it takes to be successful. Um, I am in sales, and I would submit to you that everybody that wants to drive for us is in sales as well. Um, been here about 39 years, have yet to deliver a load on time, and you folks do it every, every day of the week. So it's really about what you give us to sell. We have a great sales team, but we can only sell what you all do. And nobody does it better than Prime. It's really our brand. Uh, that and our highest calling always being safety. Uh, you saw this video up here. Um, uh, the general public's kind of crazy. Uh, that happens all the time. So you all that are choosing this profession, 
need to understand it, it is really very dangerous. And when you get behind that wheel, I know Glenn will agree with this, you better have your A game on. You better be ready because I'll guarantee you somebody's going to try to wreck you. And uh, they cut you off, they blow by you, they stop in front of you, they're just waiting for you to hit them. So it's dangerous. And if you don't think you can perform every day, every time you shift begins, then this is not this is not the right business for you. Just to be perfectly honest, it's not easy. It's not easy. You just don't get up there and magically hang on to a wheel and go from point A to point B. Along with that, there's a ton of technology that is part of our company, and it has made us better. Brianne is telling you about our Prime app. It is the coolest thing in this industry. I don't think anybody can touch it. And, you know, the fact is, it's still being developed. Right, Brianne? We can still do a lot of things. We just really need you all to continue to give us input. And that's true about our company in its entirety. While we think we're pretty good, we got a long ways to go to get where we want to be. And these meetings and the transparency that we have within our company is really important. We need you to tell us how we're doing. We need everybody in our management group, all these people over here. These, these folks are smart, bright-eyed people. And they do one thing better than anything else. They listen. And that should be our challenge to listen to our operators, our people, our, our company drivers, our owner operators. Listen to what you have to tell us so we can get better. That's our goal. Every day we want to get just a little bit better. And you all can do that for us. We've got a lot of good experienced people in here. Um, you know, Junior back here has, has just, I think he just drives now for a hobby. I think he is a professional recruiter because those numbers that were shared with you all, those are real. The earnings are real. We're not making this stuff up. So it, it's important that you understand our company. You trust our business model. You have to develop a relationship with your fleet manager. He's your partner. They, when you talk about somebody running this company, Steve, it is about our fleet managers and how they deal with our operators. I mean, it is supremely important that when you have a question or a comment or you feel like things aren't quite right, you need to work through your fleet manager. If you don't think you're getting where you need to be, then just ask for a supervisor and somebody will listen. We'll try to solve the problem. Okay, um, as it relates to our company and sales, business is really truly booming. It's never been a better time to be in trucking. And in trucking, size really does make a difference. Uh, we can do things that other companies can't do. We are a growth company. We always have to be a growth company because of our business model. There is enough freight. I think we turned down like 14,000 loads last week. There is enough freight to continue to grow without impacting anybody's earnings. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, we've had a hard time getting uh, truck capacity, trailer capacity, uh, because of all kinds of supply chain problems, chips and this and that. So we've had a hard time growing our total fleet size, but it's important. It's important to our customers because they need that capacity. You go to some of these stores now and there's still a lot of stockouts, a lot of empty shelves. A lot of stuff you all are looking to buy, but it's still in the warehouse because they can't get a truck. 
or it's still on a vessel out in Long Beach floating around because they can't get it in. So there's a lot of things here at work, but I will tell you, we are a growth company and we need, we need to grow. So we appreciate it. If you have a friend or a family member that wants to drive, we got a supremely good training program and we'd love you to bring them on here. Let us have a chance. I'd like to welcome all you new folks that have joined our company. We think you've made a really good decision. Uh, and again, keep in mind, we're not perfect. And so sometimes we need to hear from you. Um, other than that, do your best, do what's right, treat others the way you want to be treated. That's the way we really need to operate. Uh, Robert Lowe, our, the owner of our company, is unfortunately out uh, being Zane Gray, somewhere out in the mountains, uh, looking for an elk that he can claim he brought back. <laughs> we will question that. Anyway, I don't know how he always gets the biggest one. We'll we'll see how that works. He sends his very best to all of you. Cannot thank you enough for what you do. This COVID thing, uh, I would suggest to you, uh, you need to do what's right for you. I would suggest to you that when you go to a customer, you might have a mask on, whether you're in your cab or not, whether you've been vaccinated or not. I think it's a good idea to maybe mask up, make everybody feel better about life. Uh, that's your option. I'm just giving you a little insight to what's going on with some of our customers, okay? Um, more than that, we want you to protect yourself and be safe. It's about you all and your families, and uh, we just need to get on past this. Every day, hopefully, we're getting a little bit closer. I think that's it, unless somebody's got a question. Um, if, if it's an easy question, I'll take it. Otherwise, I'm going to thank you all for what you do. Wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. For those of you that choose to run over the holidays, man, my heart's out to you. Can't thank you enough because we need to try to protect our customers. They still want to ship. For those of you that are going home to enjoy your family, please do it. Do it safely. Come out of the house ready to go and run hard and through the holidays, through the next holiday, please, in December. Okay? Thank you all very much. Proud of you. Proud to be a part of a great company. Thank you.